Welcome to the podcast series, Talking Success, connecting the global fintech community. I'm Catherine Brassel, and today I have the pleasure to be joined by Gary Harrison, who is the Chief Executive Officer at Oro. Oro is a global provider of enterprise identity and digital asset solutions, trusted by some of the world's largest private and public sector organizations. Oro's eco-friendly blockchain business embeds decentralized technology into everyday life, and they are leading the way in authenticating and authorizing in the physical and digital world using biometrics, cryptography, and blockchain. Hi, Gary. Thanks so much again for joining us on the podcast today. How's your week been so far? Well, it's a, it's a Monday, uh, first day of the week, Catherine. Uh, thank you uh, very much for, for inviting me on to the podcast. Really excited. But uh, yes, it's a Monday. Uh, we're in the final month of quarter three. Uh, with uh, with quarter four just around the corner, and uh, I have to admit, you know, amongst the uh, you know the the turbulence that we're seeing within the market at the moment, uh, you know, I'm super super excited uh, about where we Oro uh, are going uh, as a business uh, for uh, for the remainder of the year. So uh, no, it's a it's a really good start to the week. Thank you, Catherine. That's brilliant, Gary. I love that attitude and very exciting to hear that there's um, a lot on the cards this year, well, for the remainder of this year with Oro. We'd love to just, um, yeah, just take a little, a couple of steps back um, and hear really more about you, your career journey, really what, uh, really try to understand and unpack what got you passionate about fintech um, and, of course, um, to become the CEO at Oro. No, yeah, great. No, thank you, thank you for asking. Um, so, yeah, I've I've been in banking and, and technology now, dare I say, for for over twenty five years, predominantly uh, focused on the capital market side and, and retail banking. And you know, even as a as a teenager, dare I say, I've always been interested in the markets, uh, capital markets, uh, how those stocks, how those shares moved, uh, you know, uh, how the whole funds system works and it's a it's a it's an area i've always been you know hugely passionate about and and an area uh, that actually i've always wanted to learn more about and, and even now i'm continually learning um about the sector uh that uh, that we work in um you know both from a banking and capital markets perspective but also from a technology perspective as well it's an area it's a sector that continuously involves and uh, you know, I was passionate about it. Dare I say, in my as I say, in my teens, and I'm I'm passionate about it now. And uh, and I think if you're you know if you're spending that much time within an area, uh, you 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 ultimately need to be happy and excited, you know, about the things that you do. And for me, it's about you know making a difference and creating a difference uh, within uh, within the markets uh, that uh, that I operate in. And uh, and it's a it's an immensely exciting. Uh, a place to be in. Thanks, Gary. And you, of course, speak a lot about your passion for the tech space. It's obviously a very exciting space to be in at the moment. Um, in your opinion, you know, what have been some of the really exciting opportunities that have really opened up in the tech space? Um, and yeah, what can you tell us? We are going through a, um, a, 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 a what I would call uh, the fourth uh, um, technology wave, the digital disruption wave, as uh, as we're all calling it. And just to kind of take a backtrack, in uh, you know, I entered the technology world in uh, in the mid nineties uh, during the first what we call the first cycle, what I call the first cycle, uh, which is all about the mainframe. 
the deployment of the mainframe through the likes of IBM, CSE, you know, EDS. And, uh, you know, that, that absolutely exploded, uh, if you can remember, uh, back that far. Uh, the addressable... Yeah, I know. Uh, the, you know, and, and we all thought that you know it was an exciting time, uh, but actually, in terms of the total addressable market, it was only about about a hundred billions worth of a, a market size during that first uh, that first wave, and then the second wave kind of came through in the late nineties, two thousands, which was really all about the IT stack and the disaggregation. And, and the enterprise platforms that came through. So the SAPs, the Microsofts, if you remember, the Intels, the Oracles. And again, if you remember, that was, that was hugely exciting as well as we went through that wave. Um, that wave was about three times the size of the first wave at about 300 billion worth of total addressable market. And again, that was a really exciting uh, place to be in. The third wave, as I call it, um, which, uh, which, which was obviously kind of post two thousands, which was all about outsourcing, um, offshoring, and globalization. And there you had the emergence of the likes of Cognizance, Accenture's, Infosys's, uh, the Tatas, uh, and, uh, and and again you saw uh, the next explosion of of, uh, of the cycle coming through. And again, uh, that wave got much bigger at about 600, over 650 billions worth of spend there. And, and actually the wave that we're in now, which the digital disruption wave, that's the biggest ever area of opportunity, uh, over 900 billions worth of total addressable market. And, uh, and there's an awful lot happening. You know, we've got a whole bunch of new entrances uh, coming through. Uh, not only within the um, the fintech space, uh, but you know you've got the emergence of uh, Amazon Web Services, Google Cloud platforms, Microsoft Azure, Salesforce, uh, both large and small, really disrupting those those prior three waves. And uh, and clearly for me um, in the uh, in the blockchain space. Um, it's an area that uh, has been around now for uh, throughout the last 10 years. But, you know, given we are now deep within this wave for the, dis the digital disruption wave, uh, it really has taken off and captured uh, people's imaginations in a, uh, in a really exciting way, actually. So, uh, so, yeah, I think, you know, tech has become really, really exciting, um, you know, as we, as we go through this next wave, both in terms of, you know, blockchain, but also in terms of, you know, the other technologies that we're seeing coming through, whether it's AI, robotics, um, um, and, uh, and, and, and many other technologies that you can see uh, within, uh, within the marketplace there. I love what you said about the fact that um, the technology is capturing people's imaginations and, you know, on that wave of the digital disruption, um, you know, how are Oro really doing things differently, um, particularly in terms of Oro being, you know, very eco a very eco-friendly uh, blockchain business, which, of course, embeds its decentralized technology into everyday life. We'd love to hear a little bit more about, um, yeah, just what really is happening at Oro right now. Yeah, no, good question. Yeah, there's a there's a number of blockchain businesses out there um, at the moment, and uh, you know one of the um, the other uh, there's, there's many many benefits around uh, the distributed uh, distributed ledger technology out there. 
Uh, one of the downsides of, of the blockchain is it is incredibly kind of uh, resource and, and energy hungry. Um, it does burn a lot of CO2 emissions uh, within the, the, the new infrastructure out there. And, and actually, uh, we wanted to build a blockchain uh, uh, piece of infrastructure, uh, which was very carbon neutral. And, uh, and that's what we've done. Um, it's, uh, it's, a, it's effectively almost car carbon net zero, uh, one of the very few blockchains um, out there. Uh, but actually, you know, if you take a, a step back, I think there are two, uh, we see uh, two fundamental problems, you know, around the world at the moment. One is around climate and, and climate change. Um, and, and hence, you know, the, the, the type of blockchain that we built, uh, you know, we've seen, you know, lots of problems both this year and over the last five years with some of the uh, climate issues that we've had out there. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know about you, Catherine, over in, uh, over in South Africa, but, uh, you know, in, in Europe, we've had probably our hottest summer, uh, almost on, on record. And, uh, and and no doubt we've got an interesting winter coming through as uh, as well. So it's uh, it's great to have built something which is so kind of carbon uh, and uh, neutral and uh, and climate friendly. Um, but actually, I think one of the other systemic problems that we have out within the world at the moment, unfortunately, is around security, theft, and fraud. Um, you know, it's an area which is uh, which is you know, uh, you know, becoming even more pragmatic, uh, problematic rather, as we as we go forward uh, with the new digitalization, the new channels that we've got out there. It's becoming an ever more bigger problem. Um, you know, from from you know the uh, identity thefts through to money laundering, um, and uh, and and also the regulation burden that sits on top of that. It's an area that's that's that many many different industries, uh, you know, are focused on, and it's an area uh, that uh, we decided to focus on uh, with uh, within Oro uh, to really kind of you know kind of you know, really kind of significantly reduce the amount of security theft and fraud that uh, that there is out there, and it's a it's an area you know we're all incredibly passionate passionate about, and I think the distributed ledger technology. Uh, the blockchain technology uh, really does help uh, to significantly reduce some of these issues um, out within the marketplace. Um, Gary, looking more at yourself uh, as the role of CEO and, of course, the the company itself, talk to me a bit more about, um, you know, building kind of the strong teams that you've got in place. Um, really, what's been, I would say, your formula for success here and um, yeah, what can you let us know in terms of the company and the structure um, of its people? Yeah, I mean the, the team's everything, isn't it? Um, <laughs> if you uh, you've got a, you've got to have a, a strong team, and for me, it's about you know building a uh, a strong team, both uh, effectively above and and below me, for one of a one of a better word. Um, so uh, I uh, really took the helm of, uh, of the Oro business uh, about 12 months ago. One of the first things I did was to uh, uh, put in place um, a, a, a new board, uh, for want of a better word. Uh, we've got an, an incredibly strong board now, uh, which uh, uh, with, with some very significant members on there from, uh, industry, from various kind of industry leaders, uh, that bring a number of different uh, different uh, sets of skills and experiences uh, to the team. Uh, I've got a uh, 
uh, a super uh, exciting uh, chairman uh, for the business, uh, one of Canada's leading QCs, uh, who brings a, a tremendous amount of experience uh, to Ordo, or to Oro, and uh, is uh, is absolutely great to work with. And then we've we've built what we call an advisory board as well. Um, so this has been made up of industry. Uh, leading uh, professionals from a number of different uh, sectors uh, across the market that again bring uh, bring that uh, expertise and value into into Oro, and then you know we've we've also got a, a very strong uh, management team um, in place. Uh, we've just uh, onboarded a new chief marketing officer, a new global head of operations. Um, out within there, and one of the market's uh, best chief revenue officers. So really, kind of. Getting that 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 great management team in place, and of course you are nothing, um, you know, without without uh, delivery excellence. Uh, so it's all, it's all about wowing uh, the customers and and, and over delivering uh, with the projects that we're working on. And we have a super super tech team uh, based in Madrid um, over in Spain, uh, which I'm uh, I'm excited about. Um, but also, you know, we we're you know we're going through a a huge growth period within the technology space at the moment, as you as you know, uh, uh, with your uh, with your recruitment space on. Um, uh, huge shortage of talent uh, and expertise um, out there. So, you know, part of what we're doing is uh, around um, retention as well, ensuring our, our all of our employees and staff are happy, they're excited, the morale is high. Um, so we have a, a number of initiatives that we're working through uh, to ensure uh, that we, we keep hold of our good people as well, uh, because you know you've uh, you're nothing without without good people and and people who are genuinely excited uh, about the things that we're working on as well. So uh, so far so good. Uh, <laughs> as we go forward, I think the uh, the war for, war for talent I think is gonna is gonna heighten. You know, over uh, over the coming weeks and uh, months ahead. Looking at uh, you know the remote work um, sort of situation at the moment, how would you say that that's kind of um, impact the way things you know things are, are done at Oro? And um, you know, what are your thoughts around? I suppose what you know what the pandemic kind of had on and on all of that. Yeah, you know, the pandemic is really kind of giving giving us uh, that opportunity to change the way in which we work. And I uh, think uh, pre-pandemic, uh, I think most tech technology staff were, were office-based. They charged into the office every day and kind of came back out again. And I think what we're seeing now, certainly within Oro, and, uh, and, and, and indeed, you know, we're seeing it right across the market, is, is more of a hybrid way of working. Um, you know, a little bit from home, a little bit within the office. Uh, but, you know, really kind of, you know, powering uh, I guess people and our staff, uh, and giving them that freedom to work, you know, wherever they want to work. And uh, I think we we truly have a a global workforce. We have people here in the Middle East, um, through to uh, North America, in Canada, with with Europe in the middle, so to speak. And uh, you know, we we tend to kind of you know uh, encourage people to come into the office uh, a couple of days a week. Uh, for knowledge sharing, uh, team spirit, team around, just just to ensure we've got that connection. Uh, we do a number of uh, of, uh, of team offsites um, as well, which I think are, are always good fun. Uh, but you know, having having that ability to work, you know, hybridly uh, through both your home and the office, I think uh, 
is uh, is, is really important. And and actually, uh, we're seeing some great productivity, you know, increases off uh, off the back of it. And, um, and and people are just generally much more happier, aren't they, with it? Yeah, I mean, that kind of leads me on to my next question, more around you as a leader. You know, how are you really driving performance and yeah, how are you really, you know, keeping up morale in that way and driving performance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I think you've heard the cliche, you know, leading, leading by example. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those, one of those cliches out there, but I, I'm a huge fan of leading by example. Uh, so I really like to uh, get my sleeves rolled up and get involved in uh, all elements of the business. Uh, given the uh, the experience that I've that, that I've got, and I, I think if you can't lead from the front, uh, then uh, then I think you really will struggle. But it, you know, as you as you can hopefully kind of sense on this call here, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm naturally enthusiastic. I'm incredibly competitive in my nature, and I think you know if you've got a rapidly growing business that's that's genuinely making a difference out within the marketplace, you know, uh, you know, I think we're quite fortunate. In the, way, in the way that you know people people want to join you know a rapidly growing uh, business that's that's going somewhere. Uh, we've uh, just gone through a huge recruitment round. Uh, we'll go through another one uh, in in Q4, given the growth rates that we're seeing here, and uh, we're we're attracting some really great talent uh, into into Moro, which uh, which I'm I'm particularly excited excited about. Uh, but for me, it's you know, uh, as a as a leader, it's about you know really kind of recognizing uh, people's skills. People have, uh, bring different things to the table. They've got different personalities, different skill sets. Uh, I think you've got to recognize what they are and, and ensure that you you really kind of bring the best of people, you know, the best of, uh, of of those skill sets out from people, really. And uh, you get people working together as a as a team. And I think that's the uh, that's the key trick. Um, I think you know I've I've often seen uh, um, you know the, the what we call the superstars out there and superstars are great, um, but they you know they need to be able to work with a team uh, and bring the team with them rather than work on their own. And I think for me it's it's about working collectively as a team uh, to uh, to get to that uh, that end goal. Uh, I think is uh, it's an important way of doing it. Gary, let's focus our attention a bit more on blockchain. Um, you know, there's such a lot of exciting opportunity. Um, you know, what specifically, uh, you know, in terms of blockchain trends, are you really keeping an eye on and that you think, you know, listeners might find, um, you know, really of interest that you can uh, let us know about? Money is all around us and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it and what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host Matt Heslin brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health and beyond. Together they unpack the secrets to not just surviving but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. Blockchain is is, uh, is growing at a huge rate of knocks. If you look at the CAGA rates, so uh, uh, 
for those of us uh, uh, within technology, kind of really looking at the technology themes and trends, one of the one of the important metrics that we look at are is, uh, is the compound annual growth rates. And if you look at the CAGR rates around blockchain, uh, it's the uh, it's one of the highest growth segments in technology um, at the moment. And I think the reason why uh, you're seeing such a huge amount of take up within the blockchain space is it is genuinely changing uh, the way uh, uh, the way in which you know, uh, we're working across uh, many different uh, many different areas. It is. Uh, making a huge difference to, um, to the way we, in which we lead our lives um, uh, around the world uh, and the way in which it's been, been deployed uh, within Oro uh, through a combination of our blockchain, biometrics um, uh, and identity and tokenization. Uh, we're really kind of deploying this uh, across a number of, uh, of really exciting areas, actually, which is, which is significantly uh, differenti differentiating uh, and, uh, and and really kind of the blockchain really helps to do this. Um, a couple of good examples just to <laughs> just to kind of help bring this to life. Uh, yeah, so you know, I, I, I did I, I, I don't know I, I don't know how old you are, uh, Catherine, but, but certainly with me, uh, it was many years ago uh, since I graduated as a uni uh, at a uni, and uh, you know. You know, every now and again, you have an employer or somebody asks you for uh, your de your degree or diploma certificate. And I don't know about you, it might have in the garage somewhere. It's in a lot. Imagine if you tokenized your uh, your diploma or your degree certificate, and that was a digital asset uh, which was stored in a uh, in a very secure way on a on a blockchain. And uh, you know, uh, and actually, you know, imagine if you could then attach that to whatever social platform you wanted to attach it to, whether it was um, a LinkedIn profile or an Instagram profile, dare I say, or you get a barcode on your CV where an employer, a future employer could just, just grab hold of that and, uh, and have access to it. But, but actually that extends its way out to any form of certificate, certificate actually, or, uh, or, or learning certificate uh, that you might pick up as you, uh, as you go through life. So we're really kind of tokenizing through our, uh, non-fungible technology, uh, a whole bunch of diplomas, degree certifications, and learning certifications, and, uh, and tokenizing them, uh, which is super, super exciting and rolling effectively that solution out across the world. Uh, another great area uh, where we're applying it is in the ticketing space. And, uh, and again, I, I don't know if you've ever been to a football match or a sporting event recently, uh, but invariably, you, you know, there's there's a whole bunch of ticketing fraud and scammers out there, and it's it's quite an unpleasant, or it can be quite an unpleasant experience. But imagine if you tokenize that ticket, um, so you had a truly authenticated uh, ticket in your possession. You could resell that on if you wanted to resell that on. Well, we're also able to attach post-event uh, memorabilia, memorabilia to that ticket as well. So I know. Uh, we can attach kind of some of your favorite video footage, some favorite photos, uh, or some favorite content to that ticket as well. So really enhancing that whole customer experience uh, with ticketing and uh, and going to that event. Uh, commodities trading. Um, so I don't know if you know, but uh, commodities trading or structured products. But again, it's a very illiquid asset class, uh, very paper based. Lots of contracts going paper based. Oh, yeah, okay. So we've tokenized 
all of the contracts around commodities trading now. So you're able to effectively uh, buy and sell commodities, a number of commodities over an NFT platform, a tokenized platform now. And it really kind of, uh, really kind of moves that asset class into what was an illiquid asset into a liquid asset um, overnight. Um, you know, and the, the list goes on. I can give you uh, many, many other uh, examples. I guess from an, an ESG perspective, going back to our carbon footprint, uh, we've just uh, worked with a global real estate uh, uh, provider um, around uh, fractionally tokenizing a huge part of the Amazon rainforest. And, um, and now you can buy a small piece of the Amazon rainforest through our tokenized, tokenization technology there. Uh, to uh, to help protect that really important uh, uh, area of the world there. So uh, yeah, there's 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 a lot of kind of opportunities and use cases where you can kind of look to uh, to deploy this tech here, Catherine, uh, which makes it super exciting. That really is all very exciting. Completely agree. And on that note, uh, what yeah, what can you divulge and let us know that's on the cards for the rest of the year at Oro? Um, what can we expect? And what can our listeners look out for? I've never seen uh, technology move at the pace at which it is moving at the moment. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, we, we at Oro are certainly not stood still either. So we're very much focused on and really kind of uh, developing our, our next generation uh, set of offerings, um, which is really kind of focused around Web3, around the metaverse and, uh, and DeFi there. Uh, you know, metaverse and, and Web3 really are, poised to reshape uh, the internet um, out there. Um, and I think you'll see a huge, huge difference uh, in the way in which we engage, uh, predominantly within the banking and the retail sector, uh, when, when the metaverse and Web3 uh, take shape. Um, so we are really kind of uh, engineering that, uh, that piece through at the moment. Uh, we're creating a, a number of, uh, I guess, avatars, for want of a better word, uh, which will be you know, kind of uh, images of yourself uh, on based on the uh, on the web three, uh, where you'll be able to enter a number of different kind of marketplaces out there uh, to buy and sell uh, in a very secure uh, environment a number of products and propositions and and, and assets uh, that we've uh, we've got out there. But it's going to be hugely hugely exciting. Um, you know, uh, I think we've seen the likes of Mark Zuckerberg. With Facebook rebranding to, to Meta, uh, but the uh, the amount of attention, the spend, and investment that's going into the metaverse is uh, is just incredible. And I think we've got some really really exciting things to come, uh, which which is just around the corner actually. And I think we'll see a, uh, we'll see a lot more of the metaverse coming out uh, towards the end of the year, early early next year with this. Thank you so much, Gary. It really has been such a pleasure speaking to you today, hearing, you know, what's on the cards at Oro, speaking about all sort of the tech trends, obviously blockchain. Um, so really, really appreciate you giving us such a great overview of, of all of that space at the moment. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks very much, Catherine. And thanks for inviting me on here. And uh, it was super to talk with you. Thank you. Thank you so much again. On a final note, um, if any of our listeners, Gary, would like to get hold of you, what would be the best way for them to reach out? Yes, simply log, uh, uh, log on to the Auro.net uh, uh, website and you'll see all of our uh, offerings and more about Auro there, along with, uh, along with my contact details on the website at uh, Auro.net, uh, uh, Catherine. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode, Talking Success, connecting the global fintech community. Please follow us on LinkedIn under Talent in the Cloud, or if you're interested in exec talent, expanding your fintech team, or you yourself are looking for an exciting change in your career, please check out our website, talentinthecloud.io.